This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Patricia Blondheim. Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia Blondheim, and today we have good neighbor Stephen Baldo Downs. Now, Stephen is the agency owner of Baldo Downs Insurance here in Tuscaloosa. Stephen, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. Thank you very much. How about yourself, Patricia? I'm doing fine. I'm really happy to see you in the office. You and I have been acquainted in the past, so it's it's always nice to sit down with somebody that I regard as a friend. Um, tell us about tell us about your business. Yeah, so um, our business is Baldo Downs Insurance. We are a uh, locally owned independent insurance agency. Uh, we were founded in 1981 by my father, Roger Downs. Um, our mission is to make it easier for our clients to protect what matters most to them so they can live confidently. Um, we specialize in personal lines insurance, such as home and auto and commercial insurance. We also offer life insurance um, and other various products. So tell me, um, what, what is an independent insurance agent? Yeah. So, um, there are different ways that a consumer, a customer can purchase insurance. Um, there are, uh, local agencies. Um, so in the local agency, uh, world, you have, uh, independent agents, uh, which means that, um, we are not bound to a single company. We can represent multiple companies. Um, and then there are exclusive agencies, which only typically represent one particular carrier. Of course, there are, you know, direct to consumer options where customers can buy online directly from the carrier. So those are kind of the multiple channels that a consumer could go through. Um, we're an independent agency, which means, um, again, we, we work for the client. Um, we're the intermediary between the client and the insurance carrier. Um, but we have the opportunity to offer clients multiple options, um, which we feel like is a real value, especially in today's marketplace, um, to be able to offer multiple options, um, to help meet our client's needs. Okay. So, um, I have enough insurance knowledge to be, uh, to be, you know, dangerous, um, but not to be an expert. So what I think I hear you saying is that, um, an, an insurance agent, that agency is to the company generally. So in the case of, we're just going to say state farm or all state where you're branded as a company, you're the agent for that company. You are also an intermediary, but you're an agent to the company primarily. As an independent insurance company, what you are is, yes, you are an agent to those lines, right? But you are independent and therefore your agency can equally be to the person in front of you. And I'm not saying any insurance agent does not listen to the person in front of them and give them the best that they can possibly give them. But what this does is it gives you the opportunity to, um, to look primarily at the needs of your um, of the person in front of you, and then to select from the different agencies that you represent, 
And that is a, that's a huge difference. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely. I, I would agree uh, for certain. Um, you know, every insurance agent, whether they be independent or exclusive, has kind of a dual role where we are um, looking out for the needs of our client. Um, but we also have to um, follow the guidelines of the carrier. Uh, we have to make sure that we're placing proper business with them. Um, so, you know, the difference between the exclusive and the independent uh, market is that we have the opportunity to present the client with multiple options from different carriers, um, which we feel like adds value um, to the equation. Um, we still we still have to protect the carrier in certain ways, but we are more free to represent the client, the needs of the client by um, going to different carriers. So if one particular carrier um, isn't meeting or fulfilling, you know, the need of that client, we're able to then pivot and go to a different carrier. Because they're, they're not the yeah. same carrier. Insurance policies are not, they're not all the same. They're not all written the same. The carriers sure. are not the same. Um, so what, what we're looking at is uh, you can go and, and represent yourself easily online and be the person who um, who evaluates things based on price, but that's not that's not the only factor, and indeed is not the most important factor in no. insurance. No, not at all. Um, you know the old adage of "you get what you pay for" holds very true with insurance, and I tell my clients all the time: if they want to look hard enough. Um, they can find a cheaper price. If their goal is to find a cheaper price, you can almost always find a cheaper price, but you're almost always going to be sacrificing something. It's a trade-off. You know, it's a, you have to decide as a client what's most important to you, having the right protection in place or having the cheapest, having the cheapest price. Those don't always or often go hand in hand. Um, so if the cheapest price is what you're looking for, you're going to be sacrificing something. And typically clients don't understand fully what they're sacrificing to get that cheapest price until the claim happens and they find out that something they assumed would be covered is not covered because they didn't have the right coverage in place. Yeah. And then, and then it, it is, it's, it's too late and it's, I think useful to be able to sit down with somebody who can answer those questions because they're, you're just not aware of the questions you should ask. Your insurance agent is, they have the experience to know that there are questions to be asked and things to be learned about the person's individual circumstances and what they, what they need to value and what they need to protect. And it's very different for every person. Absolutely. I mean, in the insurance world, what you don't know can hurt you. Um, it's just that simple, honestly. Um, it, it's getting more complex. Um, companies continue to offer more and more options as far as coverage. And, um, you know, if you're not staying on top of changes in the industry, um, you're not going to be able to properly advise your clients. And, and clients certainly don't know what all is available to them out there. Yeah. And the industry has changed a lot, especially in the past, what, two years? Really, really yeah. a lot. Absolutely. So it, 
it's useful if you have an existing insurance policy that you're just letting it ride to sit down with somebody and talk about how that looks today as opposed to when you bought it and what might have changed in your life. So it's useful to me, it's useful to have an insurance agent who is, um, you know, someone that I'm friendly with that I can sit down and have casual conversations. They don't end up in buying decisions. They end up in um, being more aware of how you are protected or maybe exposed. Absolutely. We want to, we want to be a trusted advisor. You know, we're not just, we're not just selling insurance. I mean, anybody can go online and buy an insurance product and that's not what we're, that's not what we're looking to do. I mean, we're looking to, be a trusted advisor to be able to consult clients. We want to use a consultative approach to how we look at their insurance and we evaluate it for them and we help them identify, identify risks. I mean, bottom line, you know, we deal in uncertainty. I mean, that's, that is the world that we live in as insurance agents. We're dealing with uncertainty. Um, we don't know when the next storm is going to hit. We don't know when the next fire is going to happen. We don't know when the next accident is going to take place. So we've got to help our clients be prepared for those things by having the right coverage in place. Well, Stephen, tell our listeners about your journey. How did you how did you end up being in this business? <laughs> well, um, I wouldn't say it was quite. I wouldn't say by accident, but it wasn't necessarily planned either. Um, as I mentioned, my uh, dad started our agency back in 1981. Um, and, you know, I didn't grow up thinking I would end up in the insurance business. I mean, if we're being honest, I probably would say that no one, you know, grows up dreaming of being an insurance agent. Uh, it's just not one of those sexy things as a as a kid, it's not, you know, a police officer or a fireman or a, uh, a scientist or an astronaut or something like that. But um, so it wasn't necessarily my my plan A, but um, I was in my senior year at the University of Alabama. Um, I had uh, I had big plans of traveling and uh, maybe doing something international after I graduated. Um, but uh, it turns out that God actually had a different plan for me. Uh, as they say, uh, man makes plans and, and God laughs. So uh, it was my senior year um, at the University of Alabama. I ended up meeting my future wife. Uh, suddenly I realized that traveling internationally was not going to be uh, in the cards. So I went to my dad and I sat down with him. I said, hey, dad, my plans have changed. Um, I need to find a career here locally. And I just went in basically to get his advice. And um, he offered me the opportunity to come into business with him, you know, come into the family business. And I told him, I said, I, I don't I don't know anything. I'm 22 years old. I don't know anything about insurance. He said, yeah, but, you know, people and that's all insurance is. It's building relationships and, and working with people. Uh, so that was 25 years ago. And as they say, the, the rest is history, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, you have a thriving agency and you've always obviously done very well. Um, can you share any misconceptions about the insurance agency or, or insurance business, excuse me, that 
um, you can share with our listeners? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Um, our industry, our industry sometimes gets gets painted in a negative light, and it typically has to do with um, claims uh, where where people assume something should be covered and it's not covered. So, you know, one misconception that we find is that people think all the time we hear, you know, that people think if they don't have any claims, then their insurance shouldn't go up. But the problem with that thought is that first of all, insurance is a pool. So whether you have a claim or not, we're all paying for everybody's claims. I mean, that's how insurance works. We all pool our money together. And when someone has a claim, the money that we've paid goes to pay to fix their house or fix their car. So whether I've had a claim or not, you know, we're subject to rates increasing. And there's so many things that uh, so many factors that go into increasing rates. Um, just it's the storms, it's inflation, it's everything that every other industry is dealing with since COVID, all of those things um, get factored into your insurance rate. So, um, you know, there are great people out there that have had insurance for 30 years and have never had a claim. And I definitely understand why they would get frustrated when their rates go up. But that goes back to communicating with the client and helping educate the client as to what is driving, you know, those, um, those rate increases. So that's one for sure. We get it all the time. Yeah. And there's been a, there's been a big jump in insurance rates this past year. And a lot of yeah. people are really, um, they've really been struck by it. Yeah. Um, there, this, you know, I've been in the business now 25 years and this has been this year alone has been probably the most challenging year of my career. Um, there's a lot of change happening in the market uh, right now. Uh, as you said, uh, rates are going up dramatically. So what uh, folks don't understand, you know, people think of insurance companies as um, these gigantic multi-million and sometimes billion dollar companies, and they are, but people have a hard time understanding that those businesses could possibly be unprofitable and they are uh, as an industry right now. So what's happened, the reason this year has been so crazy is because over the past five years, we're seeing record, record number of multi-billion dollar claims that are happening, catastrophic events. Um, so um, the frequency of the multi of these billion dollar losses um, in the industry, they're happening more frequently. And when they do happen, they're more severe, uh, meaning that it just keeps on going up and up. So you have that aspect of catastrophic losses combined with, like I said, inflation. So it costs more today to build a house. It costs more today to repair a car. Um, used car prices are still up um, over what they have been historically. New car prices continue to climb. So when people do have claims, it costs more to repair the house. It costs more to repair the car. Um, so you couple all of those things together. And those are just a few factors, um, you know, that go into what's happening right now in the industry. But you couple those things together 
and it has just created the perfect storm or some people might say the perfect nightmare for uh, for some consumers as they see their coverage increasing by 25, 30, 40%. They see rates increasing by about the same. Um, so it's been a very uh, turbulent um, time in the insurance industry this year. Yeah, definitely. And in, in, in all the world, it's been turbulent, but um, definitely reflected in the insurance industry right now. Yeah. And that's that's no fun. So let's start talking about fun. <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk about what you do for fun when you're not when you're not working. Yeah, let's, so let's, let's, lighten, let's lighten the mood. <laughs> no more doom and gloom. Let's talk about some fun stuff. Um, and there are some bright sides that we can that we can talk about in a minute. But fun, particularly for me, um, I grew up on Lake Tuscaloosa when we first moved to Alabama in 1980, uh, 1982 is when I moved to Alabama. Um, we had a house on uh, on Lake Tuscaloosa at that time. So I was I was seven years old and uh, just grew up on the lake, grew up loving the lake, grew up on the boat. So that's really has carried through for my whole life. And so we really enjoy spending time out on uh, out on the boat, out on Lake Tuscaloosa with friends, with family. Um, so that's that's how we spend most of our summertime. Um, I really, really enjoy being out on the lake at nighttime uh, because by about six, seven o'clock, the lake really clears out and we'll go and watch a sunset on the lake and then, you know, stay out there and, uh, you know, just be under the stars and it's just super peaceful. That's one of my, uh, one of my happy places right there. And when we're not on the lake, um, we definitely enjoy the fall season with uh, football games. Um, so we'll Tuscaloosa, uh, especially in the fall, we enjoy uh, going to the Alabama football games and supporting the tide. Uh, we're big, big fans. So we'll you know, bring the family out to the games or friends and um, really also enjoy spent just spending time with family traveling to, uh, to new places or, you know, going to familiar places. Uh, traveling is something that we really enjoy as well. Yeah, you sound like you sound like fun. Um, can we <laughs> can we change the subject and talk about maybe a hardship or a life challenge that you went through that has made you a stronger and better person? Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, probably the most recent event that comes to mind would just be the pandemic. I mean. Uh, I wonder how many people would say the same thing, probably a lot, um, but uh, just coming through the pandemic as a business owner, um, you know, COVID forced, uh, forced our company to uh, rapidly adopt technology that would allow us to work remotely, but still stay in close contact as a team, even though it was remote. Um, so we had to, go to voice over IP phones that we could use from our houses. Uh, we had to make sure that, you know, everybody, our staff was set up for um, communicating remotely through different apps such as Teams or using Zoom. And luckily we weren't closed as an agency for that long. Um, we were closed to the public for a while and we had to make adjustments there. But um, 
you know, I think coming out of that, uh, not only did it give us the capacity to be more flexible in the workplace to allow for working remotely, or if someone has a sick child, they can stay at home, but still uh, log in and, and work from home. But uh, I think it also taught us that we are very resilient and that we can adapt and overcome future challenges, whatever they, whatever they may be. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, um, it's been a journey. I think people, uh, I mean, I'm amazed by how my fellow entrepreneurs pivoted during that time mm -hmm. and how quickly and how decisively they acted to um, stay in contact with the people who they serve. And um, a lot of, a lot of people, they just, they stayed home and they worked remotely, but they don't understand what intelligent and decisive maneuvering and often expensive maneuvering had to be done by the business owners just to, to remain, to remain useful and relevant and to make sure that life didn't collapse while everyone was um, involuntarily, you know, confined to their homes. Absolutely. And we had to, you know, our customers, our customers had to adapt as well. Um, and they had to learn to do things remotely, such as uh, signing documents electronically, um, doing payments over the phone or going online and making payments. So we see that that change in habits has continued on. So it's really kind of been an evolution in the customer's preferences for how they want to do business. We've seen that really um, carry over since COVID. We have far fewer people that actually come into the office, uh, less foot traffic than we used to have. Um, but it's created efficiencies. You know, it's it it's more efficient to just sign a document electronically than it is to drive across town um, and and take that time. Now, that being said, we still thoroughly enjoy meeting face-to-face -face and sitting down face-to-face -face with clients um, because we feel like that is part of the relationship building uh, process. And so we do feel like we have lost, you know, we've lost some of that with, uh, with all of the remote, um, remote options that people have these days. So. Yeah. And you want to know your insurance agent. I mean, if you, I feel really strongly that you want to know your insurance agent, but most importantly, you want them to know you mm -hmm. because they will, um, if they know your life, they will know what needs to be protected. They'll know what serves you and what doesn't serve you. And insurance agents, I mean, to a, to, to a T, every single one of my ever meet, nicest people you will ever want to meet in your entire life. I mean, a great person to like, invite them out to lunch, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you know, we're in the business to help people. So if you don't, if you're not in it to help people, then you're in the wrong business because that's that's all we're doing all day long is we're helping people. People have a need. That's why they're calling us. If they didn't need us, they wouldn't call us. So when they do call us, when they do come to visit, we're helping them meet a need or solve a problem. So if helping people is not in your DNA, then you're not in the right business. I would agree. So before we go, Stephen, I've kept you for a long time. I'm sorry we got chatting, but What's the one thing you leave us with? Well, you know, I would, I would say that um, going back to that idea about claims and when something's not covered, um, 
you know, I want our clients, I want the general public to know that we, we care deeply about our clients and we want to make sure they have the right coverage in place. Um, it, it pains me when a client thinks something's covered and they have a claim and it's not. So that goes to the education process. Um, you know, we want to educate our clients. We want to help them make informed decisions about protecting their assets. Now, whether they choose to follow our recommendations or not, that's up to them. I mean, they're in charge. It's their house. It's their car. It's, it's their business. But as long as they know what their options are and they understand that trade-off between risk and reward, then we've done our job in educating them and helping manage their, manage their risks. So how can listeners learn more, Stephen? How can they contact Baldo Downs Insurance? Well, as I say, um, as I said, uh, definitely love visiting people in person so they can always stop by our agency. We're located on uh, Hackberry Lane at 1712 Hackberry Lane. They can uh, visit us on the web, on our website at baldodownsinsurance.com, or they can give us a call um, at our, give our phone number at 205-345-5958. So we want to do business however is most convenient for clients. We're doing a lot of texting these days for, for business as well. Um, so we really want to just, uh, as again, going back to our mission of making it easier for our clients to protect what matters most to them. However, that might be, whether it be in person, online, or over the phone or via text. So we just want to be accessible and uh, we want to be, just be there for, for our clients. Well, Stephen, thank you for stopping by the studio. It's always fun to sit down and talk to you. Great to talk to you as well. And thank you so much for the invitation. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Northport. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpnorthport.com. That's gnpnorthport.com. Or call 205-809-4910. Oh, 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 oh